The movie you're making me watch today was, is Prisoners. I need to get my notes. Prisoners, 2013, Denny Villeneuve, Roger Deakins, Schwartz, one word. Bark. Shake. Fun. No. <laughs> just, just joking. Very. Uh, I was gonna go with bleak. This movie's very bleak. Bleak. This movie was very tense. Tense yeah. movie. Schwartz, what's this movie about? Why'd you make us watch it? Was, I didn't uh, make you watch it. Jake made you watch it. <laughs> it's true. It was me. I'll go ahead and say it then. I thought it was a good movie, man. It was, um, he's back. You went away. You went away for a minute and now we're back and you made a mistake. I, I was actually the one who, who made you watch who it cares? this week. You do it. It doesn't matter. I was about to explain, but since you're, you're back in it, I'll, I'll explain it now. At me. I had to go get my notes. Yeah. You mean you didn't say shit this whole time I was gone? No, I was just, uh, I was, you know, de- deflecting and buying time. You never listened to a podcast before. He's a, he's a rook. Yeah. A rook. Yeah. I was You're next I, to the can't, queen. I can't just I can't just go without the whole group involved. Anyway. Hey, you made us watch this movie. What's it about? I sure did. This movie is about child abduction. At, it's, at, uh, at it's, its core, yeah. Yeah, no, this movie there's a lot to this movie for sure. There's a lot to unpack with this movie. There's uh this movie is essentially about um the character like Hugh Jackman plays a character who's a father and his his daughter gets abducted along with uh, another neighborhood girl and uh it's sort of the story of what Hugh Jackman has to do to like you know basically find out where his daughter is and then you also have another side story going on it's uh Jake Gyllenhaal plays a detective assigned to the case uh Paul Dano plays a character who is pretty much like the prime suspect in the kidnapping, which um, Hugh Jackman eventually kidnaps and tortures. And, Paul Dano uh, really shows his yeah. acting versatility in this movie. Yeah, this, there's, there's a yeah, this movie is pretty fucked up. Really, it's pretty uh, pretty disturbing at times. Very violent. Like just it it really goes all out on that whole torture shit. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, but, I, oh, I but overall, I think. Right, but overall, I think it's a really good movie. Very, like I said, there's a lot to this movie. It's a very detailed, very like layered storyline. Whole lot of shit going on with like Paul Dano's family, the whole like everything with uh, Hugh Jackman's family that you know got their daughter abducted. There's another family involved with um, played by uh, the, the other the other girl that was abducted. Her parents are played by Viola Davis and. Uh, Terrence Howard, and I think they did a good job. They were, they were in it a lot, but like their, their scenes were, I thought were really fucking good. Very like powerful because Viola Davis is a pretty powerful woman. Oh yeah, and like ten, she benches and like three hundred and fifty. The what? She benches like three hundred and fifty. Oh word! With her dick. Word. I don't even know. Yeah, I thought this was a great movie. I thought the the whole maze aspect of it and how everybody in this movie was kind of the maze. I think the maze is a place where underneath the ground or someplace where fucking 
that family's been abducting little kids for decades, takes them, and they got to try to survive. There was no maze. They had to like they had to undo the maze. They had to do a maze on the paper to go home. That's what that note said on that on that maze thing. One, um, there's a shot when you see the girls downstairs. You see like the soda bottles next to them that they drank a bunch of shit, and then they had their uh, a paper like a like a maze book. And it said, "Finish the maze, and you'll go home." Yeah, isn't yeah. And isn't that, that why that one other man. kid, that uh, the uh, the one guy that like killed himself in the when he was in custody, didn't he, he was he was a child uh, victim at a time? Didn't isn't that why he got out, or is that why he got out because he did the maze? Because I wasn't super clear on like why that guy, the the dude that uh, well, Paul had all the snake was a victim. Box. Yeah, yeah, Paul Dano was the first victim, but the, like the other dude, the like he had like dark hair. I think his name mm-hmm. was like like Danny or or Bobby. I think the name of the character's name was Bobby that had like all the snakes and shit and was like was like going into their houses and stealing shit for them. Like yeah. what was how did he, like I, I was a little confused on his story. Was it Dude, I'm so confused Paul, about so a lot Paul of shit. Dano, so Paul Dano and him were two kids that were kidnapped by that family when they were kids. Right. They Paul Dano, obviously being not very intelligent, is easily manipulated. And that dude was also easily manipulated into helping them. So that dude goes in and steals things from houses and helps find the children they're going to abduct and all that, type, all that type of shit. Why was he stealing okay, so socks? Kind of the same deal. That I don't Paul know, because he was probably a fucking sick fuck who'd like to do stupid shit with socks. But I, t- I think that's what I like about this movie is how it's everyday people being like Melissa Leo's character, Hugh Jackman's character, even fucking Jake Gyllenhaal's character. They're all these everyday people doing everyday shit, but deep down, like, they got a lot of shit going on behind them and shit that you never see and you know, they never really talk about. That's that's what I really like about this movie. It's it's kind of like an examination of just people, really. Like, it's, it's all the, the, way, the ways that people go to get something they want or find someone they want. The people think, like, Paul Dano doing the exact opposite of keeping, keeping it from them. Fucking... Uh, what's his name? Detective Loki. He's a fucking Freemason. He's got Freemason rings on and shit. That was a pretty cool little little aspect to it too. To about like how how he views his job in that way, you know, of being part of something that's trying to do something, you know, good or whatever. I guess you want to say. Uh, I thought I thought the scenes with Paul Dan got a little frozen action going on, but I think uh, what I noticed was he's like he's the- all fucked up. Oh, well. Go again, uh, Schwartzy. What about Paul I was Dano? Saying, the scenes with Paul Dano? The scenes with Paul Dano and um, Hugh Jackman when they were when he was torturing him were awesome. I mean, the scene with Viola Davis goes and tries to talk to him. He's all fucked up. He can't even open his eyes. That was that was a pretty crazy scene. Yeah, yeah I think Hugh Jackman is a great actor. That was my first. Th- this was definitely Hugh Jackman's best role by far, in my opinion. I would say so too. Yeah, definitely like his Jillian Hall crazy. too, but. Just, yeah. just Hugh Jackman, he's amazing. I was joking when I said that Paul Dano showed his he 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 was like he was barely in the movie. Let's be honest. Yeah, but he was really good when he was in the movie, man. He was Paul Dano was great. I mean, what did he do? He was like, oh, I don't know. And then he, he played a fucking weirdo. The scene when he the scene when he takes the dog off for a walk and he starts choking it and then he starts walking with it normally. That was fucking crazy. Like that was just complete psycho. Yeah. Yeah, he's just like a mentally disturbed person. Yeah. But you gotta like and that's another thing, like Melissa Leo's character, her and her husband fucking kidnapping Who's children because 
Melissa Leo's the mother, the old mother, the, who ended up being the mastermind behind it all. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I, I yeah. mean, so what's up with her? Why did why does she look like she's an old lady makeup? Number one. Uh, well, she was definitely looking older than she was. But uh, I don't know if that was like a choice they made, or I feel like maybe her character is trying to look more, more um, not capable like, of doing the things that she people like might think. Back to the future, of. old old makeup. <laughs> I didn't think it was that bad, but I mean, I I do see what you mean. Yeah, that well, that uh, character was played by Crispin Glover. You you <laughs> mentioned uh, you mentioned Roger Deakins earlier. This is the most Roger un Roger Deakins movie I've ever seen. Like, there's not like don't get me wrong. This movie looks amazing. It's got an amazing look. The color is fucking awesome. But there's nothing flashy about this movie in any way. This is a very very simplistically sim- simple shot movie. But obviously, it's Roger Deakins, so the movements are great. The the angles are great, but usually there's something you're like, wow, that was amazing. And this movie, that it, it's it's the acting. And there's the, a lot and the, of unique shots in it. I, I, there's, yeah. there's a lot of times where you're like, well, that's kind of a, a – it, I wouldn't say it's like Deacons. It's not iconic Deacons. Like, I don't remember a, a house being on fire in the background and somebody being silhouetted in front of it. I feel like that. <laughs> well, I think, too, is I don't think that this movie called for anything of that sort. Like, this is all about the acting. It's all about the the characters. It's like what these people are going through. I think with Deacons, he's what he's great at is he's really great at like using the elements that he has around him. And I think one of the big things with this movie was rain, like rain and like the weather. He really mm-hmm. used that type of shit, really made it extra gloomy, a lot extra of low dark. Light stuff. Yeah. yeah. And like just those scenes of like Hugh Jackman, like walking through the rain, shit like that. Like it, it's, it's that is what Deacons does so well. Yeah. Like you said, like rain. the low light. Looking through windows, a lot of look looking through windows out of focus stuff. Yeah, like when Loki was doing the uh, questioning people in the beginning, there was just a bunch of shots of him like looking through, like the, the shots were outside of where he was questioning people, and it was all fucking blurry and the rain was running. That was I wrote that down. I was like, that's pretty fucking dope. But yeah, I think a, that's a also sequence where he gets into his car and a, and it's just a shot from the outside. It's all you see is the reflection of the window. Mm. You know, the tree in the background and water coming down the window. You don't even really see inside and a whole scene, yeah. not the whole scene, but a lot of scene plays out just from that, him listening to somebody on the radio. I can't remember exactly, but it's, it was just, it was very cool. Very, you, you know, what's going on inside the car. You don't need to, you don't need all the extra over coverage to, to yeah. get the, to get, well, to get what's going on. That, that's also another thing. Denny Velenuve is good at. He doesn't really have coverage. He, he plays things out in a lot of like ones or twos. He really doesn't, he doesn't do coverage whatsoever. The scene uh, when he when Gyllenhaal Loki first sees the 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 new suspect, then yeah, not, at the at the candlelight, candlelight vigil, vigil yeah. everything's just lit by the candlelight. Yeah, he's going through great. that. Yeah. That was pretty great. That was pretty. Yeah, epic. that that's then he looks right there. And just sees and he sees a silhouette yep. lit up in the distance, jumping the fence. That's, yeah, that's pretty deep. Yeah. yeah, good at shadows, sure. good, good at fire. Ah, so I think that's what I, what I like about this movie too is that it's like it's a plot that almost seems a little bit unbelievable, like the whole like yeah. father doing what he does, and and even the the guy who shoots himself sneaking in the houses. But you you really aren't thinking that it's not unbelievable. Like like you look at it now, like looking back at it now, and I'm like, man, like that's kind of something that I don't know if that's very believable. But I was watching the movie that never crossed my mind, and I thought that was pretty interesting. 
maybe it's because the movie was just done so well that like you're not thinking about that but when you go back you're just like yeah i don't know i mean that might be I a little much. better motive from the lady other than just like we don't like we, we lost faith in humanity so we're killing kids like that's i yeah. wanted a better yeah, motive i wanted like a weird... better reason it would have been i i i, I, I it would have been cool if by this point, it was all kids that were abducted that were doing the deeds mm-hmm. rather than just this old lady, this quote-unquote mm-hmm. old lady. Well, I think they killed most of them. But, like, yeah, that's why yeah. those two kids are so fucked up because they were always drugging the kids. Yeah. And, like, and it's sad, too, because you don't really know what happens to those two little girls. Like, sure, they got away, but they could be fucking, like, oh, yeah. brain damage, you they, know? Like, they, they, they weren't they, they were both, Yeah, they were both all fucked up at the hospital. They didn't really go much into that like kind of kept a lot of things in that movie in the dark what were they doing to them i mean we don't even know if if right spoiler alert at the end uh homeboy's buried underground and nobody knows where he is and nah he hears the whistle jake thinks he hears the whistle and then it cuts to black yeah which is great i love that that's a great ending yeah there's a lot like there's a lot fucking i hope he died I read in the original cut that there was no whistle and that the the the, the uh, production company was like, listen, he can't die in there. like, well, Or you can't just say he dies and there's got to be something. So they made him put the whistle in. Well, well they I, had, I, he had the whistle. So was that... What I'm saying is they made him hear the whistle. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I, saw, I, I saw something today that like they actually shot uh, a full ending of like where Hall goes in there and like actually like moves the car and like and like sees him in the hole like they oh, actually really? shot mm-hmm. that just so they could have the coverage mm-hmm. just in case they like pulled like the studio like basically to, to appease the studio yeah they they they, they fully shot so like yeah i don't know nah. no it works so it, well it, it, that, it works that well. works you knew it was, uh, yeah, you they, knew they, it was they, coming yeah. you knew yeah. it was coming and but then his especially because they they, they talked now. about the whistle beforehand uh, about how oh she right. got a new she found her whistle no she got a new one so you well, knew that was, that was whole, coming that was the whole reason why they got abducted in the first place because they what they wanted to go get the whistle from her house yeah. the two girls did so they went to the back to the girl's house to go get the whistle and while they were gone is when they got when they got pulled and so I that's why they now. had. And yeah, exactly. And that's why they had that whistle in the hole because the girl was able to like just left it down there. Yes. So it all kind of like weirdly, like what caused it saved them in the long run. But then there's yeah. this whole, the, the whole unknown about like, all right, well, what happens to Hugh Jackman now? Because I know he just fucking kidnapped Paul Dano and tortured yeah, him. Yeah, he goes to jail. For a long yeah, well, time. That, so, yeah. It was pretty well, crazy. Unknown. I don't know because they might, they, they might never find Paul Dano. No, they did they find did. Paul Dano. They found him. Oh, they did find him. You're they right. found him yeah. and they and he they revealed that he was Bobby whatever. <clears throat> hey, Hugh Jackman's going to jail for sure. <laughs> That's and 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 uh, homeboy said that too. He was like they were like uh if you find him and he comes back, he's got to go to jail, right? <laughs> Jill and I was like, "Yeah, probably." Pro- probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, didn't yeah, I know his character. I thought Jill's character was an interesting take on a cop, you know what I mean? It's just yeah. he seemed just like this depressed young dude who was kind of just i he enjoyed his job but i also think he really didn't like his job i feel like he was kind of guy i feel like he just had to help people you know what i mean mm-hmm. i feel like, I feel like he was kind of just normal, felt like helping a normal people. take on a on that on a cop well like, i, I think like the whole anything. the whole like all the tattoos the freemason fucking rings the the tat like the neck tattoos the the hair the edgy haircut the i feel like that was a little different than most cops 
And there was impl- implications that he was a victim of abuse too. Like when yeah, he beat the, I read the that. priest, he yep. said the thing about like, I went to this boys school, something, something. A guy like me would love to get my yeah, hands so on a guy like you. Something along those lines. Why did like he go that. to that priest's house in the first place? Because he was trying to, he was going, he had a list of uh, basically sex offenders in the area or pedophiles in the area. And he was going door to door and asking them questions. And the and, priest and, was and a pedophile. So- the guy, mm-hmm. the guy that he, the priest had in the basement, was that the husband of yeah the of the lady? Yes. Oh, so was it? I didn't her? know that. Yes. I mean, he the yeah, priest killed he that saw, guy. He, he had the necklace on. Yeah. Oh the, the, yeah. yeah the priest oh, had the necklace. The guy yes. in the basement had the the main yeah, necklace. Jake yep. saw Jake Gyllenhaal saw the necklace on the guy, and that's how he remembered the maze. And when yeah. he got to her house at the very end, he saw the picture of the dude with the fucking thing. And he's just like, oh well, shit. This I is forgot. this is him. I yeah. forgot. Or that's that's didn't why. Yeah. See that the maze pendant. I didn't see that he saw that on the guy, or I forgot. I I couldn't. I didn't even remember. Like I saw this movie probably a couple of years within a couple of years of it being ago. released. So it's been probably like five years or so. Six I forgot years. all about that, and I'm not even sure if I knew or if I noticed the first time around. But I like that's a whole, I mean, I yeah. knew that that maze pendant and the maze drawings was important. Yep. But I mm-hmm. don't remember seeing it on that guy's body initially. And I mean, why did when why did the priest have a broken ass basement like that where that he just Dude. what the fuck did he used to keep kids down there or something? He or? may have. He might I have. I feel like yeah. there was some like some implications with that too because he was he was a sex offender. Like he was on And that's list. what I'm saying. Going back to so. my point before, like I love this because it's just about normal everyday people who got all these fucking deep dark secrets going on. And you just never know about it. That's pretty fun. But I just yeah, want to know why he had that fucked up layers to Because that, that's the fucked up implications because it was blocked by the fridge and everything like that. So that could have easily been some sort of fucking weird torture and hole. He, well, he killed that guy five years ago. Yeah. So, I don't even well, probably answered questions. They're, oh, absolutely. This movie's full of them. The uh, I thought this, the scene, I thought the scene where uh, Hugh Jackman's trying to convince Terrence Howard that they should do what they're about to do was pretty was pretty great. Uh, that was a that was a really poor, well real well made scene. Awesome. He broke my heart. Hugh Jackman was a badass. It's hard to say. Like it's one of these movies where it's like you you question yourself of like almost like it reminded me of like uh like nocturnal animals a little bit of like you put yourself in a certain situation like how the fuck do you react to it? You know like there's a lot of different ways you can go and like Terrence Howard is like this 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 ain't right and Hugh Jackman's like we got to do what we got to do and like I, I I wonder you know like where would I be with that? Oh, I know where I'd be. I think I know where I'd be too. Be bamboo but. shoots under the fingernails. Probably, Here's probably the thing so, is, is but I'd under, I understand where Terrence up Howard as comes it, from. As, yeah, I mean, Terrence Howard's right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like he's, <laughs> you, he's the you, conscious you, of the situation. They ought not have done that stuff to him. But uh, at the same time, what. Uh, what he knew was that Paul Dano knew where the kids were, and he did. Yeah. And yeah, he always did. Right. He always knew that. Yeah. And that's what I like about this movie too is that both the bad guys were were on the loose. So like the, like Jake Gyllenhaal was going after one and this dude had the other. So it was and yeah. I like the idea of it being a small town too. Yeah, no, I 
I go, I look at it now and I'm like, it's kind of an unbelievable script. It's in unbelievable. Way. And it's a super, it's, it's almost too simple. I don't think it's simple. It's such a complex maybe, fucking maybe it's movie. It's pretty simple when you, I mean, it's complex in how it was told to us, but when it comes down to it, it was just this old lady kidnapping kids for no reason. I mean, for whatever. right, and it just showed all all angles of it, like yeah. all the different sides of like the detective, the fathers, the families. It just showed showed everyone involved, in 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 a way, sure, yeah. A simple um, story, a I guess, but there's, there's a lot to it. <laughs> um, I will say that the soundtrack was pretty cool. I like the soundtrack a lot. Yeah, I Johan thought that was fun. John Hossenberg. Yeah, dude, he kills oh, it. Yeah, I don't know. I saw it. I, I the only reason I remember it is because it looked like the guy who. I mean, it's also just Nordic sounding, which is the guy. I mean, the guy who makes uh, the Mandalorian soundtrack. His name is like Johan something. I was like, oh, is that the same guy? No, it's not the same guy. It's very <laughs> Hans Zimmery the soundtrack. Yeah. This was also of, uh, uh, Denny's. This was also Denny's first English language film, which is cool. Oh wow. I thought the no. Grinch was no. No, that was Ron Howard's first English language film. Oh, I thought that was. Hold on. <clears throat> was this? Good. Is it? This was thirteen. When did uh, Sicario come out? After this, fifteen, I believe. Was that the next yeah, he one? made it right after this. Yeah, this followed this one. And what? What did Villeneuve make before this? He made that movie I told you you should watch called Incendi, which is a uh, a um film about a family that gets like a letter from their mother and it's to go back to the Middle East where they're from and try to figure out a puzzle or clues to finding out who this person is and they get into some crazy shit and then he also made a black and white film about a school shooting boring hey how funny was it (laughs) that guy's name was Alex Jones yeah I'd like that Yeah, I think my favorite line was Alex Jones has the IQ of a 10 year old that definitely made me laugh. I mean, like, I that's yeah. what I heard that, and I, and then I was like, "Would they fuck? Is that did they do that just so they could say that line? Because that's hilarious, <laughs> right?" That's that's that. I, and I, I that was another thing I forgot about that movie. Like maybe I wasn't like as aware of Alex Jones when yeah, just, I, I noticed this movie, but like, oh, that was they named him straight up Alex Jones, right? Yeah, that well, quote. That's Hugh Jackman's name was Keller Dover. <laughs> Keller Dover and then yeah, Detective yeah. Loki. No, there yeah. was definitely some weird names. Joy and Anna. Anna and Joy. I feel like that's like from a book. There's some. There's a lot of symbolism in this movie when it comes oh, yeah. to names and like oh, even yeah. like beyond. Symbolism. Yeah, like there's a lot of like even like religious undertones in this movie. Oh, yeah. Like like this like the dude collected snakes. That's how like they the killed serpents. the kids. They killed the kids like, with yeah. snakes. Serpents represent what? the devil. They the dude did. was a. Yeah, Keller was a carpenter. Jesus yep. was a carpenter. He yep. prayed all the, you know, right. like he was constantly praying. I can't prove that. <laughs> uh, I know what the Bible says. I'm a carpenter. Am I Jesus? You kind of look at your facial hair, dude. Yeah, you're like redneck Jesus. Yeah, you're opposite of white Jesus, sort of, but still white. Sort of. Anyway, but yeah, there's a lot of like weird religious shit. And the whole, obviously, the whole side story with like, their fight against God was their kind of almost their whole purpose. 
Yeah, that would have been cool if they went into a little bit more about that. Like maybe they could have talked about like things that they did. Simple. That would have been cooler. They did. Yeah, yeah. It's complex. There was a lot of moving parts, but nobody explained anything. It was just like that's what we do. We kill kids. Yeah, a lot happened. Fuck people. Yeah. But see, that's that's fine. I, I that's that's great. I don't think the movie was meaning to explain shit. They were just going to show you this, like they were going to give you all these things and never explain it to you, and they did that purposely, which yeah, is kind of cool. It's fine. I think it's fine. yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's fine. The movie was fine. I like the scene uh, <laughs> with the when he was chasing uh, after the candlelight vigil. It's probably my favorite scene from the candlelight vigil to when he was chasing him through the backyard, dog barking. Wonder if that's a, a Denny uh, trademark, a dog barking in some of the most tense situations of his movies. And then he jumps out is of the it? tree. I liked it. I don't know if it is. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. The like most Sic- intense part of Sicario, Sicario. is a dog barking the whole time through the border, border crossing. I love that just constant annoying noise in the background. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't even really notice it. And then every now and then it'll peek back to see to see what it is i don't know i like that idea yeah even the shots then, um... even how dark like when i said my words dark it's not only because the subject matter was dark but this movie was dark most of it took place at night or in stormy weather or in a fucking building with no windows or like like underground and paul dano was in that dark ass fucking uh that dark ass uh, torture chamber but he was also in the dark ass um uh, RV in the beginning, like the shots of him were just from the behind, and it was just the silhouette of him, and like he looks over and he crashes into the tree, like that was all pretty dope. That was that was pretty fun. This is yeah, a dark was, movie. That was intense when they first when they first uh, caught up to his car and they yeah. crashed into the tree and they pull him out and shit. I was I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah, yeah, for Did sure. You know the name Keller or the word Keller is German for basement. Hmm. Yep. More symbolism. That's kind of like a, a little bit nose symbolism. Well, almost like <laughs> almost Loki. Almost Loki is a little bit too. Yeah, and a lot of it, sort of. I mean, it was all it was all there. <laughs> There's it's symbolism. All there. The guy it who wrote this like, movie. Too much, but yeah. Go. Uh, so did you guys check that out? Which movie? Go ahead. So the guy who wrote this movie <laughs> created the show. By Wolves, that new HBO show. Oh, yeah. I watched that? it. I didn't like it. The guy who wrote this? <laughs> yeah, the, the guy, guy who wrote this. Okay. Yeah. Nah, was that that weird, like, kind of animated sort of show? No, it was a really Scott show. It was, was good. Like a, it, oh, the really Scott show, yeah. Yeah. yeah like, it was a, she blew yes, people like, up with her mind and she was raising yeah, people yeah. on the moon or Mars or whatever. Super sci fi. Yeah. It was pretty good. It's it like sci-fi. It was not good. It had its moments. Pilot. Mm, don't watch it. <laughs> you should watch it, Jake. I saw the pilot. I wasn't a fan. Yeah. So you know what? That get better than there. Do. So <laughs> that's what I heard. You know what was the disappointment? Lovecraft Country. That started out so strong, and then it kind of just fell off. I agree. So I, I, like I, the te- I, first ten minutes. The first two or three episodes were pretty good. I really like the pilot, and I, I I wanted them to like stay in that like world of like searching the South for like the the father. Then it's like, oh, episode two. Oh, here he is. It's like, yeah. oh, and then it became like situational more more yeah. than like anything. You know what I could use more of? Season one of True Detective. 
The only oh, yeah. thing that made me annoyed in this movie was the fucking the wife of Hugh Jackman. She, her character was just fucking annoying. She's like laying on the bed and taking pills. Like I get that she was upset, but don't be annoying and upset at the same time. It doesn't make it better for anybody else, you know. Just don't 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 be traumatized by your sad. child getting abducted, please. Don't, don't. listen. Listen, you can be you. sad. You can be sad. You can be traumatized, but just tone it down a little bit, bitch. Don't be tone sad, it down a little bitch. bit. What do you need? Pills? What do you need? Sleeping pills? What are you tired? <laughs> what are you tired? You can't take a nap. I was just like, I was just like, weed, come on, come on. What You're not your, making his would life your kid easier. Get a fucking abducted. Go fuck yourself. No, no, no. Don't you take can a nap, be bitch. sad, but you don't have to be annoying. There's what, you know, what, what was she doing both. that annoyed you? Um, just crying, crying the whole time. About her child being <laughs> so abducted. So you could be sad. Just That's don't cry. Annoying. Yes. What, don't, what if other... you're gonna cry, if you're gonna cry, close the door. Don't let anybody know you're crying. Okay. Okay. Take your own. So pills. don't. You're saying don't be sad. I'm saying be sad, but don't annoy me with I your think, sadness. I think from someone who's probably never actually felt true emotion, it's hard to. It's hard to. Uh, it's hard Are you going to gonna even say that? It's hard to empathize with 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 sadness. I'm not saying I'm not saying you. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just saying it it would be for someone. Oh, so you just said me, someone who says I have any emotion. I said I did, did. I said someone. I didn't say you. I didn't say Schwartz doesn't. Well, why would emotions. you say it after I make that statement then? I don't know. Why why, why would I? Just making an observation. Just making an observation that's not wrong. I feel you. I put the pieces together. What else do you guys think about it? Would torture sauna be a good word to describe the situation? Torture sauna. Yeah, torture sauna. I don't know. Sauna, torture sauna, you, you're back, Schwartz. Torture sauna seems a little too nice. Seems like something I'd want to try out, you know? Yeah, you, mean, you mean the hot water inside the, the fucking room? Yeah, yeah, torture sauna. <laughs> no, that sounds terrible. No, no, no. Especially I wouldn't want to try that. Were... I'm just saying, if someone was like, hey, you want to check out this torture sauna? The sound of that word, I'd be like, ah, try it out. But no, no, you're, no. It's in, you're intrigued at least. To I'm, intrigued. I'm intrigued. Interesting. They say your only communication with the outside world for the rest of your life is through a one inch pipe. Yeah. Uh, then I'd start, I'd start asking questions. Why do you think that kid couldn't like went that far when he like knew? Like, why, why the fuck did he not? Because eventually he's like, it's in the maze. And he's like, he would say things and give hints, but he like still would never be like, my aunt's got him. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think it's a mix of he's not very smart and he's terrified of her. Well, who, did he, who was he talking about when he said he was going to come for me and he never did? Who was that? I think that's the dude who shot himself. Oh. Yeah, sounds right. Dano Jr. Bastard from the basket. Yeah, very, 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 uh, very crazy script that had a lot of moving parts that not didn't necessarily tie up very well, but didn't really matter. And that's a really weird thing to say. <laughs> like the that it weird. is the success of this movie is that it a story was what was 
told, but the we don't really there's no resolution, and there's a lot of loose ends. But well, they find the kids. Movie. They find they the find kids. the kids. Yeah, that's the like, best they, part about they're it. They're alive. Yeah. The, the the main goal of the main characters were to find the kids. So do you think they cremated uh, Mrs. Jones? Like she asked for, right? <laughs> I don't know. I I get uh, probably. And what was she mixing up? Like, what was the drink that she was mixing up? Scissors. Like LSD and. Would you guys call it last time? Lean, lean. Was it? We talked about this on the last episode. Lean, no, purple drink. Lean. Yeah, that's purple, it was drink. purple drink. It looked like purple drink. No, I think if you, they said it was like LSD and and, and um, ketamine. I think. Oh, Again, okay. if someone's like, yeah, I'm gonna try the LSD and ketamine, I'd be like, I mean, I'll try it. <laughs> Are you gonna wait? You're saying it? I could drink it? Yeah, I'm in. I, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> but if she hands you like, Are a, you gonna brainwash 20, me? Are you <laughs> a, a two liter of that shit? Like, hey, you, please don't like, put me in the coal in the hole under the car. About That's one what I would third. say the first time. Don't put me in the hole under the car. Okay? I'm not gonna lie. The whole time that that was that was very intense for me when he when she pulled him out. I was like, oh shit, what's she gonna do? And she's like, get in the car. And I was like, oh shit, what's she gonna do in the car? And then she's like, turn it on. And I was like, what the f-? like that every step of that way, I was like, I have no idea what the fuck's going I like it didn't until he backed up or until she told him to back up, I kind of was like, Oh, there must be something under it. But until that point, I was every step of that way, I was like, Why? I thought she was gonna put him in the car and like bring the girl out to show him. Like I, I didn't know. I was just my mind was going crazy at that point. Right, the movie is pretty damn gripping. Like it's, you're in it. I feel like the whole time because it's just yeah one thing after the next of like it's a roller coaster. There's shit. yeah the ten so. the the tense moments they last. I mean, you could hold your breath. Right, you can't hold your breath for as long as they last. I mean, and you and you are sometimes the yeah. chase scene, the that very end. Um. Just, just oh, when he that, when he's in the, the car, score, the score adds a lot to it as well because oh, yeah. mm-hmm. there's not a lot, yeah. But when there is, it's very effective and it's very tense. Yeah, and I think that's a very Denny thing because Sicario is the same way. Sicario maybe even more. Sicario's more intense. Well, the score is what makes it intense too. It's got a very great score. Also, Deeks, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Does Deeks oh, yeah. do all of his movies? Uh, he did Blade Runner, this movie, and Sicario. He didn't do Arrival, Enemy, or Dune. Enemy. Oh, he was doing Dune? I thought he did, was doing Dune. No, nah, Dune is um, Greg Frieder. Well, Dune sounds shitty now. Yeah, Dune sounds yeah. like it's going to be a dog shit movie. That's I saw the know. first Dune, and it fucking sucked. The David Lynch Dune? Yeah. Yeah, the movie's God terrible. damn, it's bad. A David so Lynch bad. made a Dune? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like 84 or something like that. Yeah. Fucking bad. Oh, man, it's bad. You think this one's going to be bad? No. I don't know. It's hard to say. No, they have I a don't. good cast and a good director. Really good writer, too. It's rigged by, oh. it's written by a dude who wrote a lot of good shit. And the cast is insane. Not convinced. Right. Yeah. I just hope it's all, it's like a goofy ass said, story. All the same could but. be said about uh your favorite fucking movie, Jupiter Rising or whatever. True. Yeah. Jupiter so Rising. I don't know. 
Oh, you sometimes, mean, um, sometimes movies like that like just fucking fall apart. each other off, then finger <laughs> blasting each other later. <laughs> Let's just go on the record that uh, what movie are we talking about? Uh, I don't remember. Oh, Cloud Did Atlas. Cloud Atlas. Atlas. Is a, <laughs> Cloud Atlas is an amazing film that everyone should watch. Jupiter Rising is a movie, though. What is that? Is that a Wachowski movie? Wachowski, yeah. yeah. (laughs) That's the movie that closed it down for business. That's also a Wachowski. Wasn't that their follow-up to uh, the Clown Atlas or whatever? Was Jupiter Rising with fucking... um, Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum (laughs) and the girl from that 70s show? Yeah, Mila Kunis. Again. Killer cast, great story. Oh, amazing! Channing Tatum's the worst. Channing Tatum's the worst actor ever. What are you talking about? Have you ever seen? He's not a good actor. He's like Mark Wahlberg. He plays one guy. Haven't you ever seen uh, This Is the End? Slide right in. That's yeah. He was pretty funny in that. I mean, the the fucking Twenty One Jump Street movies are good or movie. I laughed for one? about 25 minutes on 22 Drum Street, but then I realized I was on Mushrooms, and that's a different story. So no, no. Uh, it's like Mark Wahlberg. He's great in comedy, but can't really do much else. Right. What are you talking about? Departed. I'm talking about Channing Tatum. Departed's not comedy. Departed is Mark Wahlberg being himself. <laughs> they were just like, yo, just talk shit, and you'll be good. He was, yeah, he was a hilarious character in a very dramatic movie. Yeah. Saying he worked at the airport. <laughs> well, who was, your, who was your favorite character of Prisoners? You that's a good one. question. Actually, I was going to ask, who's the main character. character of this movie? That's I would a, say, I would say Jackman, but Jackman, huge. I think he. I think Hugh seems to be the, like the the main, but like Jalen Hall is a, a close two. Hall's my favorite character, but I think Hugh Jackman, uh, he's just, he's a pleasure to watch act. He's an amazing actor. Mm-hmm. There was multiple scenes where I was just like, man, he's fucking good. Both of them are great. Don't get me wrong. But there was a couple scenes where I was like, man, Hugh Jackman's a really fucking good actor. This dude yeah. also kills people with his, with his talon claws. <laughs> right. like, that's a different story. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't fucking really take good. Wolverine's kid. I guess after w- Wolverine, the the black and white one, what was the last one that he made? Kinda, you can yeah. After that one, you're like, all right, this guy's good. But there's been, I mean, I just haven't seen a lot of Jackman movies. Huge. He's good yeah. in the Prestige. He's great in the Prestige. You know what? I just hate. True. Superman, uh, X Men movies or whatever, all of them, uh, and that probably deterred me. But yeah, I don't know. Name like seventeen other Hugh Jackman movies. Let me see if I like them. <laughs> all right, stand by. Pulling up Hugh Jackman. This is definitely. I'm almost, definitely I'm almost struggling role. to think of like other really great ones other than like Lay Miz. Um, I, mean, I, I did. I'm not gonna lie. I had. I did watch that one. I mean, people seem to like that Bad Education movie that came out like last year on HBO. It was. It was okay, but I don't think it was that special. He was great in Gladiator. 
Was he in Gladiator? Yeah. No. He was Maximus. That was yeah. Russell Crowe. Oh, yeah. Also in Les Mis. He was great in the 300 as Leonidas. And <laughs> <laughs> that movie where he protected the president, Morgan Freeman. Yeah, scrolling his his he IMDb, protected the president actually... from Morgan Freeman. No, the president was Morgan Freeman, and he was like, "Oh, oh you're thinking of Gerard Butler." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, the that's fa- not the, the same fountain. Guy. He's good in the fountain. Have you seen the fountain? Are you asking me that the fountain? No, yes. I don't yes. know. Yes. I've been to it's many a fountain. The fountain, the uh, Darren Aronofsky film with Hugh Jackman. I have not seen any Aronofsky movies. Any. Oh, really? He's the one that just will like he'll film some grass, right? And like, well, no, that's Terrence Malick. Terrence Malick. Okay, who's who? Are we talking Aronofsky about? did Black Swan, The Wrestler, Requiem, Mother. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen three out of four of those. Yeah, those are pretty great. He just announced his newest film today is uh, with Brendan Fraser. It's an A twenty four movie called The Whale. It's about a in an apartment building he's, he's six, 600 pounds eating himself to death and he finds out he's got a daughter who's like this complete asshole and she comes to live with him that sounds fucking brennan fraser's the fat guy yeah awesome i love me some b phrase and that's Mom, my favorite movie. yeah it's aronofsky Terrence malik movie huh hmm. 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 yeah i watched uh black swan on your you told me to watch black swan i i wasn't I wasn't a fan. That's a great yeah. movie. That's his All best right. film. Then there's like Requiem, Requiem for a Dream, which is basically just like a fucking smut film. That one's like interesting to watch, but it's not like really a good movie. Yes, it is. All his movies are very, very good, well-made okay. movies. Hmm. All of them. Too Except for Noah. Noah is the only one good. that I wouldn't ah. recommend you watch. Starring uh... Brendan Fraser. I think The Fountain is like probably my favorite Darren Aronofsky film, honestly. Ooh, for me, it's got to be Black Swan and The Wrestler. The Wrestler, yeah, The Wrestler's pretty good. I, watched I, I actually just watched that pretty recently. He seems like a movie you'd like, Jake. <laughs> you're <laughs> that's you're true. wearing a wrestling shirt right now. Oh, this it's Nacho def- Mondays. It's definitely um, Mickey Rourke's best role. It was He was amazing in that. Yeah. Yeah, but what else? I, I didn't. I remember not liking it the first time I saw it, and I like wanted to give it a shot again. And I watched it like a few months back. Pretty good. I like the part where they staple things to them. <laughs> right. What's your? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's your? Yeah, I mean, Steve-O has been doing that his whole life. He still does that. And he's sober. Where do we yeah. place it? Where do you? Movie? Where do you? What do you guys think? Where do you rank it? You want to rank it? Are you done? You got more to say or what? Could just be done. Go take no, a nap. We got to rank it. Oh, okay. yeah, I'm, let's rank it. I'm good. I'm good. Dude. I'm good. I'm good. We can rank them. What do you, what do you got? What do you got? Schwartz. You're so eager yeah. to rank. What do you got? You fucking asshole. Sorry, that was rough. Not even paying attention. He's just fucking pouring himself. Gotta drink. look it up. He's oh, okay. I gotta look it up. All right, He's fine. Frozen. Looking it up. <clears throat> Schwartz is looking it up. While Schwartz is looking it up, I'll reveal my spot. I'm going to go with number 15. Number 15 film out of 43 films. Or film franchises. 15. It's gonna, I'm going to put it right above the Goonies. What did we just watch? Prisoners. 
Chris Harris, number 15. And I'm going to put it right below Blue Velvet. Number 15 out of 43. I'm going to put it at number eight. Wow. Super this is the kind of movie that if I was able to make a movie, I would love to direct a movie like this. It's the type of tones I would like to make, type of type of story. It's just a just a really cool cool movie. I'm also going pretty high at number eleven. Prisoners. Because <clears throat> I thought it was a really, really, really good movie. You put that at number eight. Yeah, whatever, dude. No one's looking at your list anyway, Schwartz. No, no, you put your list at number eight. Me? Yeah. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. It says number eight, Prisoners. This one was hard to rank for me. There was a time where it was like maybe even like around number 10, number nine. But I don't know. It's It's hard to go above Blue Velvet for me right now. It's because in the in the hierarchy of things, it's the eleventh cell down. But you are really <clears throat> fucked up. Yeah, I uh, I didn't really battle over it like you did there, Jake. I uh, thought about it all day. I just all thought day. about it just now. <clears throat> From fifteen to fourteen to nine to ten to eleven, it's gonna stay at fifteen now. I'll probably end up changing it because that's how I do sometimes. That's how I do. Prisoners. I'm going number 11. Jake, you're at number 15. Schwartz is at number 8. High on the list for us. Higher for me and Schwartz. High is for Schwartz, but nobody cares. I don't even know what I'm doing over there. Can somebody mark mine at number 8? No. Mark it zero, dude. Write it on a piece of paper and remember it with your mind. <clears throat> you just, I'll just give you my address and you can mail it to me. That paper you wrote it on. Mail it on the back of an $85 check. <laughs> 85 cents check. That would be funny. Paul Dano. His best role ever. No. His the best guy who role always gets his ass kicked in movies. There Will Be Blood? Have you not seen Swiss Army Man? He's good in that, but There Will Be Blood, he's... He rides Harry Potter Oscar across movie. the ocean. <laughs> that takes fucked. acting, bro. <laughs> that movie was terrible, by the way. That movie was not good. Neither was There Will Be Blood. Man, you cray cray. Somebody put my shit at number eight, please, or give me the ability to do it myself. Alex Jones has the IQ of a 10-year-old. Best line. That line should be in every movie. Let me ask you this question. What if at the end of this movie, Melissa Leo ended up being an alien and she fucking abducted kids and took them to space? Would you still have like... No. If that's how the movie ended, I would recommend people wouldn't watch this movie. I would say, don't watch this movie. <laughs> it's it's great. 90% you know, of the aliens, But at the end, it fucking gets ruined by George Lucas. And then the last shot is the crazy alien guy going, it was aliens. <laughs> Giorgio Sukulos. Todd Sukubos. Todd Sukubos. Denny Venue. Right. My man Denny. My man Denny Villeneuve. Prisoner. Shout out to the shout out to the big cat. 
All no, not today. Not today? All right, take that back. Big Cat, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Big Cat, go screw yourself. Big Cat. Yeah. This dude calls me last night. He's like, bro, I need some fucking work. I need a job. I'm like, dude, just save your money. He's like, I just bought a California King. I was like, how much are you spending on that? He's like, a couple thousand dollars. I was like, yeah. well, you're in a goddamn pandemic, dude. Stop buying it. California Kings. It's worth it, dude. I got one. Yeah. I got one. It's amazing. It's the biggest bet I've ever slept on. Apparently, there's an Alaskan King that's bigger. Oh. Hey, but hey, a big cat needs his rest, so fucking whatever. Big cat's like seven <laughs> feet tall. have it. Let him have it. Let him have his big bed. He's a big cat. He's a big bed for a big cat. Shout out to him. Shout out to that pussy Drew Liner. And probably Danny's our only listener, so him too. Certainly our only one that's listening still. <laughs> no one's listening. No one listens anymore. For sure. No, no I just mean uh, an hour into the to the episode. <laughs> And oh, we're true, not even, we, we're clearly done talking about the movie. Yep. On that note, we watch it. Prisoners. Yeah, good. Or don't. If you, if you had the choice to watch Prisoners or Pan's Labyrinth, I'd say watch Pan's Labyrinth. Ranking tells me otherwise. On me? No. Oh, maybe not you, my bad. Yeah. Not me either. All right, well, me then, I'd say watch Prisoners Over Pants, but they're both great movies, so watch them both. Yeah, but you're Jake. You're, you're a time. fucking weirdo. You're a vegan. You don't count. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe go fuck yourself. So, so. I'd rather Vegans watch count. Movie. Vegans count, just like Republicans. Vegans are Republicans? Oh, no. I say no, that. They're not. They're Only Jake. Both. Jake's a vegan Republican. Yeah, I'm not either. I yes, mean, I'm, I'm a vegan, not a Republican. I saw you vote for Trump. <laughs> I saw you throwing ballots away, dude. I saw you dumping ballots into a trash can. Thank you very much for listening to another episode of Making Me Watch Movies, episode 42, Prisoners. Next week's episode is a little controversial for me because it's by a director who, in my opinion, ruined Star Wars, Ryan Johnson's first movie, uh, I mean, in my opinion, every other movie Ryan Johnson has made has been good, except for uh, his attempt at a Star Wars movie. But I'm willing to give it a shot because I have to for the podcast. Brick, 2005, available on Amazon Prime, directed by Ryan Johnson. Watch that movie. Listen to us next week, Wednesday, wherever you get podcasts, and follow us on Instagram, WWMW, no, MMWM underscore podcast and since you're already there give our big cat a follow at bodacious drew thank you very much see you next week ladies and gentlemen bye 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 bye